All right. Now, my next guest grew up in a small village outside Mtata in the Eastern Cape. She was raised by a single mom uh, and later relocated to Cape Town, uh, where she found work as a domestic worker. But after working as a domestic worker for a family for 14 years, Sipokazi Mdlankomo's fate changed uh, when her employers encouraged her to enter cooking competitions uh, and she did uh, and not only did she make it to the final two in MasterChef in 2014 uh, but she now has her own cooking show called Let's Eat with Sipokazi uh, and she's also released a cookbook titled My Little Black Recipe Book and I'm absolutely delighted uh, that she joins us in studio this evening. Sipokazi welcome to the show it's lovely to have you in studio uh, in person it's fantastic thanks so much for coming in. Oh, thank you for inviting me. Only a pleasure, <laughs> only a pleasure. To start off with, will you just tell us a little bit about your childhood and, and where you grew up and life when you, where you grew up in the Eastern Cape? Okay. I grew up in the Eastern Cape in the rural areas in Tolo where there's, you know, rural, there's nothing there, you know, but now things are starting to change, but back then there was absolutely nothing. So yeah, that's where I grew up, but, uh, luckily, yeah, um, my mother was a loving mother, so mm. <laughs> it was not that hard. Yeah, but it was hard, but not that hard. Yeah. So yeah. were you just raised by mom? Yes, I was raised by my mother with the help of my grandmother. Yes, uh, my father was not around. Yeah, but I knew who my father, who my father was, mm. but he was not around. What's yeah. up, what type of person is your mom? Uh, sure, my mom. Um, uh, how can I describe her? She's just. She's just, she's like me. You know? mm. She's a loving person. She's short like me. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody at home is short. My grandfather was short. My, my grandmother is short. My mother is short. I'm also short. So mm. only my brothers are that tall. So my, yeah, my mom is, yeah, she's a loving person. And my grandmother, wow. Yeah, sure. She's amazing. You mm. know? Yeah. Mm. What role did food and cooking play in your early life? Food. Oh, my goodness. You know, if I can recall as a young girl, you know, I used to watch my mother like making scones uh, in um in an open fire using, you know, those black uh, pots, mm. like pots. Yeah. She would just do what I would watch her like making this dough and I would just sit next to her like, OK, how is she going to make this? Because back then there was no electricity. We mm. didn't have a stove. The only thing we had was wood and the black pots. And we wanted scones, you know, for <laughs> for Christmas. So she had no choice. <laughs> so I would watch her. And yeah, growing up, I used to eat like fresh vegetables from my mother's garden. Like she would just grow her own vegetable. Yeah, I grew Food played a very important role in my in my life. Although, you know, I didn't know much mm. about food, but I knew just basic food, like cooking, like normal food, like normal vegetables, like with salt. That's it. Mm. Salt and some uh, cooking. Well, yeah. Oh, I can't say cooking oil. <laughs> <laughs> so, what in terms of the food that you enjoyed? Like, what what were treats for you? What would have? What was the thing that if your mom cooked, you would be please, mommy, cook cook this for us? Oh, sure. Um, she would make my grandmother sweet cornbread. My grandmother would just go to the garden, just 
take take some fresh cone, you know, mm. and she would just grind it. You know those stones that we would just grind. Mm. It? Yeah, stone ground, and she would make the best sweet cone bread. It's fresh. You would just eat it straight from the pot, mm. and it's ready. You you won't need anything. It's just it. There's no butter. There's nothing. We'll just eat it with just black tea. That was sure. <laughs> till this day. I when I go home, you know, I would say. Mom, can you please? I don't call her mom. Mm. I call her sis, mm. sissy, uh, because you know, um, I was the only child, so everybody would say sissy. So I grew up around a uh, bigger sisters mm. and cousins. They would call her sissy. So I ended up uh, calling her sissy. So mm. I would call her sissy. So I would say, sissy, can you please make this for me? Because it's the best thing you can eat. Mm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mouth watering. Mouth watering. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you ever take any cooking classes? Oh, you know, the best cooking classes I have ever taken. Is when I started working as a domestic yeah. worker. You, you, I'm telling you, if you work as a domestic worker, you have the best training ever because every day, you know, it's your job. It's your job to take care of the family. It's your job to cook. It's your job to clean. You know, what would, what more can you ask for? Mm-hmm. Huh? That's your best training. So I, I regard those as the best lessons for me because every day I would try something different. You know, I would say, okay, you know what? Uh, yesterday I made some roast chicken. Okay, how about I just uh, make gnocchi from scratch now? You know, yes, that's how, you know, I've learned how to cook the best food. Wow. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. When or whose whose idea was it? Because you, you entered MasterChef and that's how everyone came to know you initially. Mm-hmm. Whose idea was it? Ah, uh, I'm the biggest fan of mm. Master Chef. So the lady that I uh, used to work for, she, uh, I take her as my friend now because mm. uh, she knows everything about me. She is also like my mother, you know. Um, because you know, she's just an angel. I would call her an angel. Um, she, I remember when she was uh, redoing her kitchen because I'm short, you know. So uh, she said, okay, I'm doing this kitchen for you. Now I'm going to try and do the cupboards flat because you don't reach upstairs. <laughs> I mean up, you know, mm-hmm. the cupboards are up. So I'm going to make the cupboards flat. And she, said, I said to her, you know what, Liz, I would love to enter Master Chef. And she said, okay, if that's what you want. I'm going to support you 100%. You know? sure. And she asked me, okay, uh, when is it? I told her, okay, we need to go for the audition. And she asked me, do you have money for the ingredients? And I said, no. And she gave me her credit card. You go and buy the ingredients. You come back and practice what you're going to make for the auditions. Hmm? Sure. And the day for the auditions, she took me. It was very early. Where was it? Yeah, in town, mm. uh, uh, Southern Sun. Yes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it was very, very early. She took me there and she said, okay, this is you. You do what you know best. And she left. Mm-hmm. And uh, I phoned her and I said, guess what? I'm true to the next round because everybody was like, was so, was so shocked because the first thing people ask you when they see, okay, what are you doing for a living? Mm. So for me, I'm like, mm, okay, I'm a domestic worker. So how come a domestic worker can cook, you know, like this beautiful, like I made like, um, 
A tray of soup, yeah, chilled mm. soup, yeah, oh. uh, tomato mm. consomme, it's a pea and mint soup, sure. and, <laughs> and uh, it's a, like a, pot- and a potato soup, mm. yeah, yeah, so I made those three soups. So you have to do, your audition is to cook in front of... The first of it, auditions, you cook at home. You okay. bring your food you know, ah, to the judges. Okay. But the second auditions, you cook up, you know, in front of everybody, which is <sighs> nerve-wracking. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 What did you, so what did you cook for your, in front of the judges? What was, was that, what did you cook for them? I made, uh, it was a duck breast, yes, with a plum mm. sauce and some bok choy. Oh. Yes. That's what I made. <laughs> wow. Wow. And it was fantastic. How did it feel when they said to you, Sibukazi, you threw to the next round? I couldn't believe it. Mm. I couldn't believe it. I was shocked because, you know, at the same time you are there, you don't trust yourself because you see all these people who know so much about food. You know, they've been all over the world. They've tasted the Best food ever, and I'm just here. No, I'm cooking. I'm a domestic worker. I only know how to cook simple food. So I'm there. I, at the same time, I don't trust myself. But when the judges said, "Okay, you are true," that uh, to the next round, I was like, "Wow, ooh, <laughs> maybe there's something here. Maybe I can win this thing." Yeah, <laughs> is that the attitude that you went in with? Of I'm, I'm, I'm going in to win. Yes, honestly, everybody is there mm. to win. You can't go to Master Chef thinking that, okay, I'm just there just to come second or just to come third. No, you, everybody is there to win. Yeah. So I was also, I was one of the people who were there to win. And take us through the journey. I mean, we, we watch on TV and, and it looks one way on TV. Is it like that in, in real life? I mean, the, the pressure is on. Honestly, it is exactly what you see on TV is exactly because you don't know what you'll be doing. Nobody tells you. Uh, your life is controlled by everybody. You mm. know, you go on set, you stand in front of the judges and they tell you, okay, today you are making this and here are your ingredients. I remember we were doing a challenge. It was, um, it, we were using carrots and everybody knew that, okay, Sipokazi, if she's not good when it comes to dessert, you know, she, I uh, suck when it comes to, <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to making dessert, I suck. So they knew and it, 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 it I, I cried like, okay, I, because I thought, okay, this is the end of me because I have no idea where I'm going to start mm-hmm. making a dessert using carrots. And the judges will tell you, we don't want a carrot cake here. So, <laughs> so what am I going to make? Like, mm. Mm. I'm like, okay. And yeah, I cried. Like, what, I cried did like, you, what did you make in the end with those carrots? <laughs> I can't even, <laughs> I can't even remember. I can't even remember because it was a disaster. I remember making like the first uh, sponge. Um, I used the carrot juice and I also used the fresh carrots. But then I think I didn't put baking powder enough, you know, oh. <laughs> and my cake was just <laughs> flat. Flat. We call it dodohoi. It was like dodohoi. <laughs> Wow. And uh, Chef Ruben comes to me and he was so, you know, he was so sweet. He comes to me and said, okay, just calm down, relax. What did you do? And I said, okay, just try and remember what did you do? And I said, okay, maybe I didn't put um, 
uh, enough baking powder and said yes what are you going to do now i said okay i'm gonna do it again and i did it again Sure. Yeah, by the second time it was much better. Mm. Was it a really big learning curve for you being on that show? I mean, how much do you think that your cooking improved from entering to when you came out at, at the end? Sure, uh, my cooking improved so much because now every now and again, when I'm going to put a dish there, I'm like, okay, I can't just put any plate there. Sipokas was on MasterChef, so everybody's expecting more from her, yeah. you know, expecting beautiful dishes. So I have to be, you know, I have to be careful. I have to do the best I can. You know? So every time I put a dish, I make sure that it's the perfect dish. And I've learned so much. I've learned so much about myself that I'm not patient. You know? <laughs> <laughs> were you yeah. nervous about being on TV? Because you said you were you were a fan of the show, and I mean, it's people watch it worldwide. It's been such a hit, MasterChef. Um, were you nervous about being on television? And did you watch yourself back? Yes, I did watch. Ah, uh, you don't realize that you were nervous because you are scared. You know, the only thing that's on your mind is that I don't want to go home. That's mm. the only thing you want to do great and everybody i think i was so i was very hard on myself mm. and i think the judges told me that you know what you are being hard on yourself because i'm that person who just wants to do everything like everything must be perfect you know so yeah i just wanted to do everything perfect and it, it, it life is not like that mm. it doesn't go like that so it's okay to fail it's okay to lose i didn't want to lose you know so yeah that was the biggest problem for me and it, it made me nervous because i didn't want to lose i didn't want to go home i wanted to win mm. so yeah that's why i was a little bit nervous so, yeah so you made it through to number two you were number two mm. on MasterChef. I mean, yeah. that is, that's amazing. <laughs> what happened when you left? Uh, immediately after what happened, did the offers start pouring in? Oh, my goodness gracious me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Actually, you go to MasterChef, you're like, okay, when I come back, uh, everybody's going to contact me. I'm going to have jobs. I'm going to have this. I'm going to have that. It's not like that. Ah. You are on your own. Hmm? Mm. Now you have to wake up, you have to call people, you have to beg, you have to swallow your pride. You know? sure. I came back and I was like, I hated everything. Mm. I was like, okay, why did I even put myself through this? Because and had you gone back to your job? Yes. Yeah. I I went back to being to a the domestic. same family. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I had no choice because now I had nothing. You yeah. Know? So what am I going to do? So I have to swallow my mm. pride and go back and beg this. Okay, please take me because I don't have anything. Huh? Sure. And I worked again for like two years. Huh? Really. Mm. That must have been really tough to do because there you were, Sipokazi mm-hmm. from MasterChef yep. and, you know, and, and the, the fame that comes with that. And then you're back yep. where you were. Yeah, it, it was so hurtful because we don't know that when you come back, you're going to be on your own. Mm. You think that, okay, everybody's going to help you, you know. Uh, yes, they helped us. They helped me being on MasterChef because uh, they realized that I have the potential. If it wasn't for MasterChef, you know, I wouldn't be here even speaking. Mm. Yeah, talking mm. to you. They helped me like that. But again, you have to be like clever. Mm. 
But can you imagine someone who's a domestic worker who doesn't know anything about um promoting yourself yeah. out there? Where to ask that? You know, I don't know all those things. You know, I'm just I just know how to cook. So I need somebody who can help me. You know. So yeah, that's when Liz um took control and said, "Okay, you know what? Now you need to do something." Um, and I said, "Okay, how about I start uh, with a cookbook?" Mm. Mm-hmm. So and see how everything is gonna go. Then everything now just and then all the good stuff <laughs> happened. Yes. So so MasterChef finished in 2014. In 2016, you released, you published, you published your book, yes. My Little Black Recipe Book. Yes. Is that correct? Right? Correct. How exciting was it when you first held that first copy? Oh my word! Oh uh, sure. You know what? Let me tell you something. When I was writing those recipes, like creating those recipes, uh, for me, um, the truth is I didn't even know how to use a computer. Hmm. So I had to write all my recipes by hand. Wow. Like, yeah. Yeah. Then give it to the publisher. Like, Please, can you just type <laughs> <laughs> it up? Yeah. So that's how I did uh, my my book. Uh, but they helped me. So for me, holding that first mm. copy, it was like, wow, this is my baby. I wrote my recipes like, like using my mm. hand, not mm. even a computer. So yeah, it's just something that's in my heart, like yeah. something I will cherish like forever. Yeah. How did the show come about? Oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, pick and pay came along and I'm like, okay, now I'm being greedy. I want something else. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, oh, luckily somebody saw me on MasterChef and they approached me Mm. and said, okay, we loved you. We would like to do a cooking show. What I remember is that I always said when I would do an, in, I was doing interviews on MasterChef, I would love to have my own cooking show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to say that, but then I think I was dreaming. Not, uh, I didn't think it would be a dream come true. Right. So these people, they saw me said, okay, we would love to do a cooking show with me, with you. I said, okay. And, uh, and again, I thought it was something that's going to be quick. Like, no. It's not something that's going to be quick. You have to get sponsors. You have to get this and that. And mm. it takes, it can take like a year or two to get the show running. Mm. So for the show, it took like a year for the sponsors to come on board. And yeah, they said, okay, we can approach Royko and see what they will say. And we went there and Royko said, okay, wow. Said yes. Yes. They said yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's it like having your own show, your own TV show? Oh, sure. Uh, yes. I always dreamed about it. I said, I wanted to have my own cooking show. Honestly, it is hard work. Mm. Nothing comes easily. True. Mm. If you think uh, being in front of the TV is all goody goody. No, it's not. Yeah, it's hard work. It's sweat, tears. You know. You, but I love. I love what I'm doing. I love mm. to be in front of the camera. Yeah. <laughs> and it so, loves you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So having my own cooking show is like wow. Hmm. From being a domestic worker to be on Master Chef, one of the biggest cooking shows, to own a cookbook. Now you have your own cooking show. Wow, is now then I realize, wow, God is like, God is amazing. God, um, 
I just sometimes I just pinch myself. Sometimes I cry. Mm. Uh, like, okay, is this is this really me? Mm. Is this for real? Is, is it happening to me? Is this um what's gonna happen? What if these things are just for? A moment. What if they're gonna end soon? You know, mm. I, I, I always have fears. Mm. Like, of course. You're like, okay, maybe this thing is just, it's just for a moment. But then again, I thank God. You know, I thank God for, for, for like, for protecting me. Mm. Like, who would have thought, like, a domestic worker can be? Be here on <laughs> you must be such an inspiration to so many people. I mean, people must contact you all the time and, and ask for advice. And, and what, what is your advice to people um, who have a dream and they are desperate for it to come true? I mean, what advice do you give to people? My advice I can give to people. People, they think everything is easy, first of all. Mm. But again, like I said, you have to swallow your pride. Talk to people. Because nothing is going to come in a Sivapata. You have to go out there. Be out and look for opportunities. I didn't sit there. I talked to people. I said, Liz, here I am. I don't know anything. You know, I don't know where, where to start when talking to CEOs and (laughs) everybody Mm. else. You know, I'm not that person. So help me. You know. Can you talk to pick and pay for me? Mm. You know, because you are the better person that can do that for me. Yes, you have to talk people to people who can help you. Mm. There is a lot of people out there that want to help people. Mm. People uh, don't, if you quiet, nobody's going to know that you need something mm. unless you talk. Ask for help. Don't force people. You ask. Yeah. Please, can you help me with this? Uh, and don't think that everybody's going to say yes. No. Hmm. Uh-uh. No. You must be aware that um, there will be doors that will be shut on you. Sure. And it's it's not going to be easy. Mm. Mm. Being, I'm not successful, but I'm still... I'm, Still, no. <laughs> You're pretty successful. <laughs> I'm getting there. I still need help. I still have things that I need to achieve. One of my biggest dreams is to help like the domestic workers. Mm. There are people out there who can't afford to go to a culinary school. And to be honest, culinary schools, they are very expensive. Yeah. Mm. So if I can have just a little something, a little sipogazi school, a cooking school. Oh, that, that I would can be amazing. All those domestic workers, you know. Wouldn't that be so, fantastic? Yes. Yeah. So I need people who <laughs> exactly. Who are going to uh, help you me, do that. Again, yeah. Yes. Mm. yeah, yeah. You have guests on your show. Who who have you not had yet that you would love to have on? I would love to have this is Connie Ferguson. Oh yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And I think it's gonna sound crazy. I would love to have Zola on the show. Zola Seven. Would you? Yes. Why? Um, his story. You know, he was. Everybody loved him. Hmm. Hmm. He was helping people out there. 
I just want to cry. Mm. When I see him, not it's like people now just don't care about him. You know? mm. But he was that one person who was just helping everybody else. Mm. You know? mm. So, yeah, I just I would love to have him just talk about what is going on now. You know, because <sighs> yeah. Mm. Mm. Who would be the dream person to cook for? If you could cook for anyone in the world, if I had a magic wand mm. and said, okay, Sibokazi, you can cook for this person. You can even bring people back from the dead. If there's somebody, who would you, who would be the person that you would want to cook for? Phil Collins. Are you joking? <laughs> I, <laughs> of all the people yeah, yeah. you were going to say, yeah. that is not somebody that I had ever imagined. You were going, why? Why Phil Collins? Oh, oh my God. Are you a big Phil Collins fan? I am a big Phil Collins. I have a crush on him. Oh my goodness, Christian. <laughs> Phil Collins. Well, it just so happens that I've got Phil Collins' phone number. No, imagine. <laughs> Phil Collins. Really? Phil Collins? Yes. <laughs> I thought you might say Mandela or, you know, somebody like that. Phil, Phil Collins, Phil, she yes, says. Phil Collins. There we go. Well, listen, I mean, stranger things have happened. Stranger <laughs> things have happened. What do you cook at home? What's your favorite thing to cook at home? I love anything that has to do with pasta. Do you? Yes. What's your favorite pasta dish? Uh, I love uh, just making some fresh pasta. If you have like a tomato and onion, garlic, olive oil and some basil, mm. you have a meal. Mm. That's my sauce. I make my fresh pasta, then do my sauce. And that's it. What's the key to great pasta? The key to great pasta is not, do not over need. Ah. Like, yes. And uh, the, it must be al dente. Ah. Okay. That's the key. That's al the dente. Key. If you overcook it, ooh. And fresh pasta, it's just a minute. That's it. Because it's fresh. Yeah. So why would you cook it for long? What has been your absolute highlight? And not just of your career. What's been the Apart from the birth of... You've got a, a boy, right? Yeah. Apart from the birth of your boy, <laughs> what has been the highlight of your life so far? Oh, wow. Um, It sounds crazy. It's just something that's so small. Something that's... Like... People would think, oh, this this one, she's just joking. She doesn't know what <laughs> the highlight is. But for me, um, I always said I want to have my own place because, you know, mm. I'm 43 now. So You're not 43. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Are you really 43? Yes, I am 43. I had you so. pegged at much, much younger <gasps> much younger oh. okay so yes so you're 43 yes. yes go on so at 40 i didn't have not even a bed to sleep not i had nothing <sighs> so for me now having my own place something that i can call mine mm. you know, that's the highlight you know i don't think that's a little thing at all mm. i think that is so, yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah this is so much for coming in. It's been a pleasure to have you on this show. Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you.